Alright, welcome back to the Gyeongju Podcast. Um, I'm going to try something a little bit different, try to go over maybe a few places that I've been to. Uh, I have a big backup of places this summer that I've visited, so maybe I'll work through those uh, slowly. But a couple places I went to just this weekend that I'll talk about today. Uh, the first one is Orung, which is the uh, tombs that are kind of outside the main zone. Uh, there's a bunch of tombs kind of right around Hongri Dongil. Uh, Rung tombs are just a little bit, they're about one and a half kilometers away from uh, that area. So it's a little bit less visited than the, the main tombs you'll see uh, around like Chomsung Day and around there. Uh, one thing about the Orung is there's parking. There's a small parking lot on the south side where the gate is. On um, It does charge. It's a thousand won for a small car, two thousand for a bigger car. Uh, but I think you can park there all day long. I don't think it's timed. It's just um, a set fee. So on the north side there is free parking, but it gets filled up pretty quickly because it's right... It's like a block away from the uh, Hanok Mall, and it's really close to the other other sites. So a lot of people park there, but if you can find a spot there, that'll be free. If not, you can park on the south end, and it's it's just a couple thousand won. The one thing I like about Orung is it's it's I mean the tombs are fairly similar to the other tombs. There's nothing really special about them. But the entire site is very peaceful because it's it's a little bit farther away and it's the size is I didn't I didn't measure out the size of it but it's about uh, two or three hundred meters wide and maybe I don't know four hundred five hundred meters up and down north south and so it's a large space with no traffic. Uh, there's traffic outside the walls, which you can kind of hear, but inside it's just trees, pine trees, and the tombs, and it's it's very quiet and it's nice just to walk around. Uh, so I, I I mean I suggest if you have time, it's about a 15 minute walk from uh, if you're up by Chumsung Day or uh, Postal Grove, which is Hungry Dungil. If you're up around there, it's like a 15 20 minute walk down there. And it's fairly, I forget the prices. I know if you're a Gyeongju resident, it is free to get in. And for everybody else, I think it's just a couple thousand won, so it's pretty cheap. And you can walk around. There's a small shrine uh, that you can see. A little, there's a little bamboo forest, kind of. It's, it's a small, small bamboo forest, but it's a bamboo forest. And then around the other side, there's... A small little pond and and there's the tombs the five tombs oh in Korean means five so there's five tombs in the middle from various kings and I believe a queen uh, so it's a, I mean it's just a nice place to walk around very few people show up I think sometimes there'll be tour groups that show up but generally it's I've been there twice now it's it's always virtually empty so 
if you just want a quiet place to walk around and relax, that's it. Um, okay, so right near outside of uh, on the north. Okay, so if you leave <clears throat> uh, Orang Tombs, right, the the gate is on the south end, which is kind of out of the way. But if you go north, uh, if you go up on the the west side, it's just a road, and it's actually there's a bike path there. So uh, on the sidewalk. So if you want to ride a bike, you can ride a bike down there. Uh, the east side, if you go up the east side, there are some restaurants, mostly Korean. There is a this Volcorn, which is like one of these mega cafes, and they have an Italian restaurant there. So if you go up the east side and you're looking for a place to eat, you can go up on the east side of that uh, Orang Tombs. Uh, once you get up on the north, kind of the northwest corner across from the river. There's a river on the north just north of the tombs and if you go across the river on the west west side uh, there's a it's called Place C which is a new art gallery cafe restaurant and I mean it's 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 a nice I went in there it's it's a nice gallery kind of I guess uh it is a little a little bit pricey it's 12,001 uh for Gyeongju residents it's 10,001 and it did has it has an exhibit going on right now uh Rose Wiley British artist and I mean it's a fairly good exhibit it's I don't know if her work is exactly my style but it's nice to see some uh, art art exhibits in Gyeongju from international artists there is also a cafe and um, art shop and restaurant the cafe has some tea that's a little bit pricey and the restaurant has some Korean dishes that are also a little bit pricey, but it is a very nice building. It's a Hanok, new Hanok that they've recently built. Uh, but I would, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice building. The exhibit is not exactly well, I mean, there, there are some descriptions in both Korean and English. Uh, the individual pieces are not really there's there's some but it's not a lot of description and a few of the pieces have QR codes but the information on the QR codes if you go to the if if you can find the if you can get a Wi-Fi signal uh, and you check out the QR codes it is all in Korean so not very helpful there but anyway, so I mean, it's, it's definitely I don't know if if you're in the area, if you're interested in in some some art, maybe check it out. And around that around the place, see if you're walking back. Uh, I suggest kind of heading heading kind of east northeast from there. And there's a little village with a bunch of old. There's kind of a mix of old Korean houses and new Hanoks that they're building. So 
you can see that the kind of the transition that's going on in uh, in the area like Hongrei Dongil is is mostly been transformed or or some people say gentrified uh, but here still I mean they're starting to change over the housing in this area uh, but there's still some of the older older style Korean houses you can see remaining um, the third place that I went to and it's a little bit it's farther up it's across from um, the other tombs it's uh, near Chumsung Day and it's called the Invention Experience Education Center. So if you're if you're walking down the kind of that road that goes by um, goes by Chumsung Day, you'll see it. It's it used to be a school, so there's like a, a wall and there's a large parking lot behind the wall, and then you can kind of see the the building which looks like a school because it, it used to be a school so the it's it's kind of confusing because it doesn't really say what it is uh, there's a big sign in Korean um, but there's not really any kind of information in English uh, I think on the east side there's an entrance with a small map that you can check out that'll have uh, briefly, it'll say Invention Experience Education Center, but but it's kind of hard to figure out what exactly it is. Uh, but the main the main building, which is the uh, Chaum Invention Center, is actually is actually quite nice. It's uh, like a little a museum about inventions, and it's it's kind of geared towards children. So the detail isn't, you know, it's not uh, a lot of detail or a lot of information. So it's mostly geared towards children. But, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely worthwhile even if you're not a child. It's like, it's it's fairly interesting and it's free. So, and it takes maybe, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes to, to walk around that. Uh, you'll see there are, they do have a lot of uh, workers. I don't know if workers or volunteers there that will help you <laughs> maybe maybe excessively help you there's like every room has like two or three people working there and like I said it's kind of hidden so there's not a big crowd there like I think I saw like a handful of other people there but the number of workers is large and they try to help you um so they will they will guide you through kind of the exhibits individually probably, <laughs> um, but yeah most of it the problem is most of it is in Korean I think I would say maybe a third is translated in English and I didn't see anything translated into other languages so it is mostly aimed at Koreans um, but I mean you still like you can still get the main the main gist of it just by reading the titles and what English they do have
and uh, the interactive computer displays have English settings as well. So, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely worth checking out. It's right in the area. Uh, it's just it's just I mean, it's not it's not it's hard to miss the building because it's so big, but it's it's easy to not know what it is because there's no signage telling you this is a museum. Uh, but anyways, the main building is the Invention Center. You can go to that's open to the public, and there's three other buildings on campus on the campus there. And for those you need, uh, they told me you need a reservation and you need to have be with a child. So it's not for adults; it's for people with bringing children. I don't know. If it is um, activity, especially less tra- it says uh, training to accommodate learners of all ages, from children to adults, maybe mainly just children. I mean, it says you need to have a child with you, and you need to make a reservation. Uh, it's probably I don't know for sure, but it's probably all in Korean. But there, there's a invention lab, a maker lab. Um, woodworking, woodworking lab. Uh, there are several various classrooms. I mean, it looks very interesting. By based on the brochure, it looks pretty interesting. I just don't know who it's for or how you do it. Uh, there is a little brochure in English, but it doesn't really explain what exactly how to do that. But if you if you live here maybe, if you live in Gyeongju or near Gyeongju, you might and you have children, uh you might look that up. It is uh it's called the uh Gyeongsangbukdo Office of Education Invention Experience Education Center, uh Baomyong Dungji. So maybe if you have children or you work with children, I would I would definitely check that out. But so those are like the three places I visited this weekend, uh, and I will try to every week maybe post something about either new places I've been to or or recapping places I went to this summer. Again, I had a big stockpile of places that I visited, so I'll try to rehash those slowly over the fall and winter. Um, I'm going to try to come out also with a weekly, I've done the last couple of weeks, a upcoming events uh, episode. Now that it's fall, it's kind of the, the uh, activity is kind of dropping off a little bit. Summer is like a busy, a busy time for festivals and, and events, but there's still stuff going on. So I'll try to do that every week, and also special. I'll try to throw in some special episodes now and then. Uh, I know I'm going to do an episode about apps you can get, some spe- specifically tourism apps, and I will do that this week. And that's it. If you have any questions. Let me know, Podcast at gmail. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. And 
that's it for this for this episode. Thank you and talk to you later.